So thank you for doing this. I really, really appreciate it. it sucks that we couldn't do it in person. For sure. I know. Yeah, it happened. I mean, the whole world stopped after Corona. So exactly. And I'm kind of hoping that, you know, people realize that the coronavirus wasn't as um, serious as what people thought it was. That's that they thought that it was going to kill off 10% of the population when it did. Yeah. I mean, that's, it didn't kill that many because it was the social distancing guidelines that went into effect and the trying to flatten the curve and stuff. But I mean, it was clearly evidence of, you know, there were certain spikes after certain things happened. So it was, it's contagious and all that stuff, but I mean, it's obviously not, as crazy as the media made it to sound, I guess, but I don't know. It was, it's just like when a thing like this happens, you have to be cautious and we shouldn't have had to be that cautious if it weren't for the inactivity of the country. So. True. Not realizing that. Oh, it's, it, you know, the, what was it? The CDC put out that they said that it's not, it's not airborne or it's not, uh, you know, you can't get contracted through the air or everything else like that. And then they come back and say, well, we were wrong. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it, sound, it sounds like they should have just waited to show their cards before posting or posting like, like CDCs on Facebook before, um, saying that, uh, you know, this and that, but that, I mean, that's the thing with science though, is that, Science is great because you can be wrong, admit you are wrong, and then people should accept the new thing as fact, wherein as people, we don't want to be wrong. If we are wrong, we don't want to admit that we're wrong. And it's the, it's interesting to me that we're treating businesses like people when we don't want to do that because it, it's always that thing of, let me talk to the manager. Well, you can't. Uh, well, this is bullshit. Well, then just don't come here. Like, it's so interesting. But I mean, I think that we should treat the CDC like uh, uh, a business and we should hold businesses accountable. But I don't know. Right. It's all topsy-turvy. I mean, there's a lot of people who should be held accountable during this whole thing. 100%. I swipe up a storm. But... The one, you know, I'm not trying to put the blame on anybody, but I feel like that if, you know, Trump would have taken this thing a lot more seriously than what he did, I don't think we would have been in this predicament. Oh, no. I mean, I remember I was, I remember where I was when I heard about the coronavirus. It was January. I was outside of the movie theater because Mike and I had just seen one for our podcast. And... It, I was reading the news and I was like, oh, this is bad. This was January. I was reading the news and it was about it was in Wuhan. There was people dying and it's like explaining what coronavirus is and how it affects people. And I was like, oh, this I mean, this is going to come here. This isn't good. Something should be done. That was in January and no action was taken until the end of February, I think. And I'm like, I know for a fact he had access to the exact same news article that I had access to because I'm a civilian and he's a president. 
So the fact that he didn't take action just shows he's a fucking moron. We didn't have to have 100,000 deaths in this country. That's still enough people to be like, wow, that's that's a good chunk of people. Yeah. So I don't know. It's and even, you know, with everything going on now, I don't want this kind of being like bash Trump or whatever. But, you know, I think I saw a video like what obviously everybody knows is going on is that there's riots and everything. And even though I never thought there would be a riot in Grand Rapids, there was. And mm-hmm. that shit was fucking crazy. Yeah, I, I didn't expect to see that, but it happens. Right. You know, I mean, I understand the, the peaceful protests. I totally get it. But when you do the looting and, you know, ruining businesses that you don't even have no reason to ruin, it's just you, you, you lost me there. You know, it's like, no, don't destroy your own. How, how do I say it? Don't destroy your own community because it doesn't really solve anything. Like, I get that there is an there is an issue with police brutality. Don't get me wrong. First one to say that, but burning down businesses doesn't do it. Yeah, I mean, I think the big takeaway from this is that a bit. It's it's such a multi layered thing where I I understand your sentiment, but at the same time, I don't like the idea that people who have been silent up until a business's windows get shattered. You know, I think that's the people that are pieces of shit where it's just like, Oh no, my favorite restaurant. I got brunch at versus you didn't care about literal cops, literally strangling a guy for eight minutes, like completely silent all the way up until the moment that your, your neighborhood's affected. And that's the thing too. I think that a lot of people don't like to talk about is that, you say that you didn't expect it in Grand Rapids, even though there is a huge black population in Grand Rapids, but they're just not in our quote unquote community. Correct. You know what I mean? That's the thing. It's like they're, they're relegated because of redlining in the past to a certain designated area. And that area has no you know money, shit schools, all this stuff. They're, they're, they don't feel a part of this community. So if black people are shattering windows in our community, it's you know it's it's revolt that's it's a it's a rebellion more than a riot but and that's the thing too is like it's not just them doing it it's a lot of white people that are you know agitators and shit like that and i'm fine with the peaceful protests and it's it's just such a it's such a gray area that everyone likes to pick one part of an issue and then stick with that even though it's all nuanced it's multifaceted you can't begin to understand everything in you know five hours or something correct <clears throat> and i you know i was i was actually talking to one of my friends about this this is the first time where i've seen police brutality so in, your, it's, in it, your own backyard not in your own backyard because not saying like this is like the first time i've seen like with the whole george floyd thing if this is the first time i've actually seen an incident that everybody agrees this was fucked up yeah, but my thing – I genuinely think a lot of people uh, do agree that it's fucked up, but I think a lot of people are trying to explain it away with their own little conspiracy theories, like saying they knew each other and this was – I mean, why – what you know, wouldn't he recognize – like people are making conspiracy theories about this shit and it's just like how many places have you worked that it's been, what, 10 years? No, I, I think the story goes – so the actual story is that they worked together – 
as bouncers at a strip club. So the cop worked there as an off-duty police officer, but he was out, bouncer outside, and then George Floyd was bouncer inside? Yes. Yeah. That's the official story that I read, and I've already forgotten facts. So once again, I feel like I'm better than the president because I'm able to admit I could be wrong. Um, but people are saying that they knew each other. How many times have you worked at a place where you don't know people that you work with? You just never met them. You wouldn't recognize their face in a crowd. Uh, all this shit. You know, I mean, at the Bob, that's where I, you know, work when I do. But we have outside bouncers. We have inside bouncers. And I'm sure that they don't all know each other. Like, just to assume and put yourself in that situation and to assume you know all the fucking facts, it's crazy to me. But I think a lot of people are creating conspiracy theories and stuff. To explain shit away. That's what this country does. Yeah. Don't want to accept what happened. It was a terrible act done by police brutality, and there is no reason to have your knee on his neck for almost nine minutes. And Mm -hmm. why having your knee on his neck when you think, was it from what I understand, I could be completely wrong, but that they had an ambulance coming. Yeah. Why do you have your neck? Why do you have your knee on somebody's neck for nine minutes waiting for an ambulance to come because you think that they're under the influence? Yeah, I mean the whole situation is fucked up. I, I what it's a counterfeit bill, right? Counterfeit twenty dollar bill. That's what I heard that he was had that. So four officers, um, and then he's also handcuffed. That's that's the thing. That's why the fuck are you like? The odds that he'd be able to stand up while being hot hand it's just it's it's clearly the police need uh not even reform, just complete destruction. It it just needs to be taken down. Cause if you listen to all the stuff that protects police officers from any comeuppance, it's it's sickening how they're it, it, they they're just militarized. It's it's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> Was and then the whole um, coroner report came out and it said that he died from what was the one in Minneapolis? Um, they said it was underlying medical condition or something like that. Yeah, which I saw when I saw that. You know, not to cut you off, but I just completely thought it was just completely bullshit. Yeah, of I course. Find out that. The one that the family paid for, which actually the, the company that the family paid for actually came from Michigan. Yeah. They said he died of asphyxiation, and it's like, you guys aren't looking good right now. Yep. No, they're not. They're trying to hide and cover their tracks as much as they can because they're probably all fucking friends. That's the thing is, like, once you get to the higher up, everyone knows each other. You know, any job that you can get, it's because you know somebody. It's the same thing with this. Everyone's protecting everyone's because if one goes down, they all go down. If Trump gets impeached, I mean, well, he, he has been impeached. But if he gets removed from office or he's out of there somehow, all the Republicans that are in the fucking Senate are gone. So, yeah. Um, what did I want to say? I wanted to say something about uh, the autopsy and oh, that's the thing. So. The, when this happened and they said it was he was under the influence of meth and whatever, he fucking, you know, died because of uh, underlying condition. Um, that is the evidence that I'll point to when people are saying that people 
who are in the hospital and they die of quote unquote coronavirus. Have you heard that where it's like, well, they actually died of this, but it got uh, logged as coronavirus. You yeah. heard that? Because uh, it's because you're going to get five thousand dollars a head for, for and five thousand dollars a person for every person that had coronavirus. The hospital will get money. Yeah, but the the thing with that is the hospital needs the money because hospitals are competing with other hospitals across the country because people are fucking dying. So that I'm I'm willing to explain that away. But also they're not attributing like a broken leg to the coronavirus. They're attributing like, oh, this guy had a heart attack, was relatively healthy, or even if he had an underlying health condition but he was forty, the odds that he would have had a heart attack were pretty low until he had coronavirus. So I would say that coronavirus was the thing that killed him. The same as if you do have underlying health conditions, but you're being strangled to death for eight minutes, then I would say that it was the fucking asphyxiation that killed you. It's the same with coronavirus. That's how I'm explaining it from now on. Was it? Yeah, I heard somebody were saying like, uh, yeah, you got bit by a shark, but you died of coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah, that's the easy joke. But I mean, yeah, I think I was saying that on my, my other podcast where it was like, oh, I got struck by lightning or something like that. But yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I started seeing that, and then I saw that there was money to be made to it, and I was like, oh, they're just, you know, forging all these death certificates saying that they died of COVID when they really didn't, and it's sad for the people who actually did die from coronavirus, and Mm -hmm. they're just in with the whole mix of people who, you know, didn't really have it, and, or they might have had it, but the, like you said, they might have had a heart attack, they might have gotten shot, and they might have contracted it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's such it's once again just a nuanced thing that you can't pretend to know all the answers on. So uh, you'd have to look through every specific case before making such a broad generalization that, oh, they're they're just lying about the numbers. You're like, uh, I keep seeing people say that. I'm like, it's like people. There's a new article that said twenty one thousand or nineteen thousand, whatever, new coronavirus cases amid the protests. So the word amid means happening during, right? It's not because of causation, but people don't know the word. Let me actually look it up before I sound like a complete fucking idiot. Amid. Um, nope. It just took me. I, it just finished it as amid.com and it was just a guy's face. It was weird. Uh, amid. Surround, surrounded by in the middle of. Yes. So people are seeing this article and they don't know what the word amid means and they immediately are like well these numbers can't be real because the protests can't be causing this many right now and it's like yeah amid means in the middle of it's a clickbaity article because they used a word that people don't understand but at the same time you should know what it means and then also you know i mean it does take two weeks to show signs so it's it's i'd say it's more memorial day reference than yeah. Protests. So we that means in another two weeks, we're going to see more cases. Right. And, you know, thank God our governor, you know, I wasn't all. When she put like the whole stay at home order and then she extended it. I wasn't mad with it, but I was kind of like, you know, I hope that there is. And when she extended it to what? To like, because it was like. Yeah, there were multiple extensions. There was, I think the first one was like 
end of March to mid-April and then to May and then to mid-May and then June and then late June, but she just called it off. So it was like all these extensions and you're like, just say, but it's like, I get that you have to analyze the numbers and see where everything's going, but you can't. I'm upset that she has just said fuck it all and then said never mind because now it was all for nothing. Correct. Like all these states that are just letting it go and it's like now it was for literally nothing then. So did you not do you not believe yourselves? I don't know. It's I'm pretty angry with the entire situation right now. Right. <clears throat> I thought that, you know, yeah, I'm 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 a complete fucking idiot, but I thought <laughs> that the whole like, you know, mass immunity, I thought that might have that would probably be the answer. Yeah, I think I heard something about how this is a virus that doesn't work the same or something like that. Like herd immunity isn't going to work on this kind of virus. Really? I didn't hear about that. I Let me look it up. Uh, won't work for COVID-19. This is interesting now because like with every podcast – uh, that I've done in person, I don't have my computer open. So it's like, well, I could take out my phone, but that's rude. But now I can just talk to you at the same time. I'm just researching. Um, yeah, there's an article from the healthcare blog. I don't know if that's, uh, and then you got ABC news, how herd immunity may protect us. So it's, uh, Medical Express, herd immunity isn't the answer. Um, but that's the thing. It's like there's so many different angles and, uh, you know, viewpoints and things to read. So that's that's what I got to do next, I guess. The thing I didn't get was that, you know, I understand with the whole social distancing thing and, you know, everything else. But why aren't you talking about, you know, strengthening up your immune system? The thing that this attacks, you had a chance to... Um, teach people on how to, you know, build up their immunity to it and build up their immune system. Like, you know, take vitamins. Like I take shit tons of multivitamins every day. Just, you know, I was doing that before this, just so, you know, I would feel better. But I feel like that, you know, back when the whole, the whole toilet paper shortage happened. Yeah. That was insane. That was so stupid. Yeah. And it's like the toilet paper's gone, but the multivitamin Isle at Meyer is not is completely stocked. I guarantee it's because some news outlet said get you get your toilet paper while you can, and then that it's the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. That shit just spreads like wildfire, you know? Everyone is just it's like a game of telephone where everyone's just gonna start doing it. And so all across I there was when this was happening, there was one idiot on my Facebook that was like, it's only happening in Michigan. I'm like, are you the fuck? Look, are you kidding me? And then I scrolled down and saw someone in Texas and it was like, this is my Costco in Texas. There's no toilet paper. And I'm like, it's fuck. You're, oh my God, how small minded are you? It's everywhere. Anyway, um, what was the, what was the question? Uh, it was about, um, oh, people about their immune system. Immune system. Uh, I think it's an interesting point because I do think that that would help. But the problem is it's – I think it's contagiousness and the asymptomatic stuff and the fact that you 
you don't know. And there's also no testing. It's all these things. Like, I don't, are there tests in Michigan yet? I mean, can I go get a test? I because believe, I believe you can, but you show um, symptoms. Correct. For a thing that, what is it, 46% of people are asymptomatic? It's something oh, it's like that. Than that. It's yeah. Than that. yeah. Yeah. So, 60% so percent are asymptomatic. So, I. Fuck that! That's insane to me that you could be the the odds that you are asymptomatic are over one in two. So it's half. It, you know, it's more than half. And then you can't get a test unless you sh- are in the lower forty percent of. It's fucking crazy to me. But I think all that adds up. So you could have it, and then you could pass it on to someone who you know, could be ravaged by it, who does have heart disease or does have something and it could kill them because we also don't exactly know how to treat these things because ventilators have killed people. I read something that it's apparently a blood vessel disorder now. Yeah. So yeah, that, I mean, that explains a lot more, all these things that are affecting it. So I don't know. I'm just waiting for the comedy clubs and everything to start reopening. Yeah, Dr. Grins is supposed to open again on June 18th. That's what I was supposed That's what I was going to ask you because I don't know about you, but I've been thinking about a lot. We're writing out writing down a lot of bits for this whole 3 months. Yeah, I I didn't really write anything. I I wrote ideas down, but I don't My big fear is that things will become dated so quickly that by the time I talk about them on stage, it's going to be out of everyone's memory. So I'd have to work on creating context and catching everybody back up. I don't know. I'm, I don't want to do any of the old jokes. I know that. So I don't know what I'm going to say when I get on stage. Are you going to be doing any uh, COVID jokes? Cause I'm not, I feel like everybody, nobody wants to talk about it anymore. I think I'll make reference to it. Like, uh, if someone coughs in the crowd, I'm just going to say, ah, Corona. <laughs> I mean, yeah, um, don't make like full bits about it. Cause I mean, if, you know, you know, not judging anybody, but I just feel like that we've no, everybody was in the house because of it. And nobody really wants to remember this whole shutdown and everything. Yeah. But that's the thing with, you know, I mean, cancer or AIDS or anything like that. It's just like the farther removed you get from it. I mean, you do have to joke about it. There, there should be jokes that are good. It's the same with like people always say airplane jokes are hack and, you know, fucking airline food hack. It's like I've heard Brian Regan and Louis C.K. tell jokes about both those things and they were great. So it's it just depends on what you're bringing to the table and if it's worth talking about. True. I mean, you're talking you're talking about two people who are absolute monsters. Yeah. For for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, he did ask for consent, I believe. Yeah, I read the official story. He did, but uh, you know, it's not still... saying right. I'm just saying he asked for consent. It's fucking weird. I mean, it's well, yeah. One thing would to get completely off topic, but something I learned about you that I was really interested in. Oh boy. You are in a relationship with a nut, with a woman who is also a comedian. How do you manage that? Well, we just make each other laugh all the time, and um, it's it's pretty much it. Like it's, no, no egos get involved. No, not really. It's pretty great. 
She's uh, also a very smart person and she's incredible. She's like, she's incredibly sweet and down to earth. So I think it really just, it helps, um, you know, the relationship. She's the most sane person I think I've ever met. So it's great. And she's a comic too. So that's saying something. Yeah. She's, she's funny. She makes me laugh all the time. She laughs at what I say. So it makes me feel good, especially during coronavirus. Right. Cause, uh, yeah, but no, she's great. I didn't want to like get too, too involved in it, but I was always wondering on how, you know, didn't know if the egos got involved with the whole relationship or not. Mm-hmm. It was just something that interested me. Well, I mean, it's, you know, the people always say you shouldn't date a comic if you're a comic, but it, you can't, it's the same as saying like all cops are bad. You know, I mean, you have to find the specific one example of where it can work. Like a Serpico. You want to find the Serpico of comedian girlfriends. That's what you want to do. Make that a soundbite. Perfect. Anyone, anyone know the Al Pacino, Sidney Lumet directed Serpico? Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so I, this is going to sound cheesy as fuck, but when did you actually start doing comedy? Because me and you have like interacted with each other a little bit, but you were busy yeah. doing other shit. And it's like I've been – you're one of the people I want to pick your brain so much with okay. other shit. And also with uh, Stu, I really want to get him on here because I feel like that would be entertaining. Yeah, I think he would do it. Um, I have been doing it since – I was 15. I started writing jokes at 14, um, performing at 15. It was 2007, 2006. I can't remember. I think it's, 2000, I think it's 2007. However old I am, I don't know. Someone do the math. 29. So, I'm terrible at math. Well, I ate in in April of this year. I was doing it for th- fourteen years, so two thousand six. Yeah, <laughs> watching you do math is the funniest thing. I mean, I probably I played sports and I played heavy contact sports, so I probably have like CTE and other shit. So, oh, what did you, what did you play? Football, uh, football, hockey. Mainly hockey was the one where, you know, I never got a concussion per se, but I did get hit in the head a lot. Yeah, you seem like a hockey boy. You're sweating and it's fucking 60 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> Is it hot? Yeah, I'm, at, I'm actually at my dad's place because my place would be noisy as fuck right now. Oh, okay. And he has all the windows shut and I don't even know if he has the air on. Oh, no. I'm too lazy to get up. Okay. I was going to say, crack that window, bud. Yeah, but I don't want to get you bitched at. What do you think we have the air on? What the fuck are you doing? Because that's how my dad was growing up. Like, my dad would... My dad cared, but he would also yell a lot. and make you feel oh, like... okay. <laughs> like, I remember I would do shit, and I would get hurt, and, you know, normal parent would go, Oh, honey, are you okay? Are you okay? My dad would go... 
well, what'd you learn, dumbass? Mm-hmm. I'm like, thanks, Dad. That sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds about right. I can relate to that. Um, yeah, so I started young, and it, I mean, the jokes were terrible, but you learn to be funny over time. And I think the first year of doing stand-up is just the mechanics of it. So it's just the, you know, moving the mic stand, holding the mic close enough to your face, becoming comfortable with everything and the mechanics of writing a joke and trying to figure out how you want to tell them. So it's all, you know, it's all that the kind of the first year you're getting comfortable. And then, and then you start really honing that material, um, you know, until five years in and then, after that, you throw all that material out because it was shit and you have like one or two where you're like, this could be something later. And then you work on that for the next five years and then 10 years in. That's when you have like your voice, quote unquote. But I think everything's going to change. All, I think everything changes continuously because when I get when I get back after coronavirus, I mean, I'm not going to sound the same as I did before. I'm going to be fucking angry. It's going to be, it's going to be five years of anger just coming right out. Right. Well, as I was thinking about it, I was like, this is probably going to be the first time that everybody's going to be on an equal playing field. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can, I can see that because, well, it'll be, it'll feel like a stumble for sure. I I have no idea what the first words are going to be when I get up there. Uh, I don't know. It's so strange. It's so weird to think about. I have not taken a break this long in since since I started. It's the thing is I'm wondering is that you know the second wave is going to come. What are we going to do? Are we just going to go fuck it? Who that? If you die, you die. Or yeah, I mean that's what it seems like because there is going to be a second wave. I mean there hasn't been the end of the first wave. I mean. It goes down for a second, but then it shoots back up because we've had protests in Lansing for the haircutters, um, <laughs> protests across the country from that, uh, and then the Memorial Day weekend, and then also the protests that just happened this past weekend. So it's going to increase because we never flattened the curve. That's That was the whole goal of this, and it never got accomplished, so that's why it kept getting pushed back. And now you just say, fuck it. So now there was no point in general. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you, the thing is, 100, 000, over 100,000 people have died because of this not flattening. I mean, we tried to. But what that means is even if we didn't, then it would have been, what, 200,000? Those, those extra 100,000 are going to die when we don't do anything as this is continuing. That's the thing. You're spreading out the death. So I guess maybe we flattened the curve because that was the idea, but it's it's there's going to be fucking more people. It's not done. If we would have just stayed put, it would have been eradicated because it would have had no one to get to. So sure. I don't know. The whole just like you know the whole thing is just you know what do we do and then you know we, you know do we wear a mask? Not wear a mask. No, I wear one just out of respect. Yeah. If I had a choice not to wear one, I wouldn't. I mean, I my biggest fear is catching it, not seeing any symptoms, and then giving it to somebody that I love. That's uh, or or that you know, 
doesn't deserve to fucking die now. You know, I mean, that's my whole thing. It's like I, I don't want to ca- I don't want to be a carrier. And I also had pneumonia last year in September. And uh, so that's one thing that I keep thinking about. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm more susceptible or not because there's not enough data. There's no tests. Uh, so all that stuff. I don't know. It's just it, it, I like to be cautious, not worrisome. And I feel like the news media makes you worrisome and fearful. And then there's also people that are saying you don't live in fear. And you're like, it's not fear. It's it's caution. There's a big difference. Yeah. So I don't know. It's like I was, t- you know, when I was like telling people, I was like, do I know if I get it? Most likely I'm going to be fine. Yeah. But that's not, you know. How I feel if I were to catch it and how you would feel if you catch it is to completely two, you know, it's two different stories. Mm-hmm. But I'm still kind of harping on the fact is that, you know, you had a chance to teach people about being healthy and being, teaching them how to strengthen your immune system and everything else like that. And you didn't, you just put fear and more fear and more caution and more caution into their, into their minds when you could have been teaching them how to strengthen their immune system. I guess that's my biggest whole not trying to sound like I didn't care about everything else, but that was kind of the one thing that baffled me a lot was like, you have a chance to explain how the whole human body works and how your immune system works, but you didn't. But I mean, you got to be honest with yourself. You don't think people are going to listen to that shit. Like look at, look at what's happening in this country right now. They don't want to accept that there's systemic racism in the, in the police force. I mean, they're not going to believe Oh, if I if I take these these vitamins that doctors made, then I'm gonna I'm gonna be healthier. It's not, they don't fucking they're not gonna believe that. So sure. the easier way to do it is to I guess use fear as a tactic and put people in their homes so this fucking dies. But it, that it didn't even work. So I don't it, it's I don't know what would have been the answer. I. I know what would have been the answer, but we were too far gone. Um, have a president that fucking cared and did something about it immediately. Oh, not that. Dude, if he would have done something in January, I mean, it's... Oh, God. I, I get so angry. I'm so fucking angry all the time now. All the time. Which is not good for my heart and means that I could contract coronavirus. So there's that. Right. I mean, I used to be really pissed off with Trump, and then now I just... A lot of shit he says, you know, there's, it's stupid, but at the same time, I try to find the funny in it. Like, geez. Not yeah. when he says, like, stupid racist shit, but, like, when he's, like, says, though, Trump gets ratings. Trump, they know I'm watching the show, so everybody watches because Trump likes, because Trump gets ratings. Do are you really that egotistical? Of course and he, he is. Go, you look at him and go, yes. Yeah, I mean, the idea, too, that he uh, told people to, he didn't, t- that's the thing, too, with the media is that, media is like he told people to inject bleach into their veins and it's like he he didn't say that he was he's an idiot and then the way that the story went was an, a reporter asked him about it and then he said i was talking to a reporter like you it's like no you were talking to the doctors do you not remember your own memory it's like he watches shit on fox news thinks that that actually happened and then regurgitates that talking point. It's, it's, it's so insane. And then people are like, well, he's just trolling. And I'm like, no, I think he's that dumb. I think he only sees what is in front of him. And then he's like, uh, that's the, that's the truth that I want to take. Okay. 
crazy. Yeah. From what I've from what I've heard when people interview him, it's he's very, very lives in the moment, doesn't think about anything that's gonna affect anything from now or whatever. It yeah. Is. Yep, I can see it. <clears throat> that sounds one hundred percent correct. But then you get Biden who's Oh my god! Yeah, I <clears throat> I used to think that Biden was an idiot, and then I heard him give uh, give an interview and then an, a speech, and I was like, oh, he does sound put together at sometimes. So I don't know if it is like a medication issue or his brain is deteriorating in certain ways, but he can be eloquent. I was so surprised when I heard that because it was the first time I ever heard it. So I mean, I I feel like. That's the big problem with the media is that you do have the two different sides, uh, but you also are not presenting both sides on those individual sides. You have to show the opposing viewpoint. Anytime I write a joke, my goal is to have the opposing viewpoint in there. I will say my point. I will take somebody else's dumb point that I don't agree with, refute their point, and prove how I'm correct. But that's, that's what the news should be. It should be objective, and it's not. So show Biden not talking like an idiot every once in a fucking while. I know, but when he, when he goes with, when he talks to Charlemagne and goes, yeah, if you have a problem voting for me or for Trump, then you ain't black. Yeah, that was dumb. What? Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. He, when he is collective and everything, he's phenomenal. I, I can't believe it happened right at the end. Like, what was that? It was, it was such a, I think he was, wasn't he trying to be funny? It's, yeah. he's so out of touch. It's not funny. I'm glad it, dude, I'm glad that it happened right before the protests, you know, and then not during. Oh yeah. He's done some good stuff during, he's walked with protesters and talked with protesters and it's like, that's a, that's a step, but it's like, there needs to be more action from the people that can change. Right. Did you, uh, speaking of that, did you listen to the, um, speech that Obama did over, I think it was, did you hear about Zoom. that? Yeah. No, I, I haven't had a chance. I haven't had a chance yet. I'll check it out though today. It's, it's good. He, you know, he, you know, explains that, you know, in order for things to change, you know, you do have to be able to register to vote and you do have to vote. Cause that's how you, you know, not trying to sound cliche, but that's how you change things. Mm-hmm. But besides from like protests and everything, you do have to go into the voting booth and vote. Well, you have to vote in everything but the main election. And that's something that I didn't understand before. And, and now I, I know. So I'm filing for my absentee ballot. I'm going to get that and uh, vote in the in August here in Michigan and then also in the general election in November. Yeah, um, the whole general election and I'm – I'll vote for, you know, I'm not voting for Trump. So that no. we can think about that. But depending on who Biden chooses as his vice president depends if I vote for him. So who, who would be, what, would you vote libertarian then? Yeah. Libertarian or independent. See, I, I love the idea. The, first of all, I've been saying this for years. The Electoral College is bunk. And uh, since I heard about it in school, I was saying it's bullshit. Uh, and then also the two party system, you can't have, you know, you, I, I hate the idea that we say democratic Republican and third party. And you're like, but the third party is an umbrella where there's a bunch of different fucking parties. So it's not three parties. It's not two. It's insane to me, but I also think that this isn't the time 
to be dividing that way. Like this isn't the time to be like third party matters for, for me. This is what I feel. So that's why I'm definitely voting for, for Biden. I'm not the happiest about it, but I, this is the worst four years of my fucking life. This is insane. I can't take another four years of this. Yeah. But what are you going to do when they're gone? Like whatever his like, like, okay. If you voted for Trump, how I feel like I have friends that voted for Trump and they're not the diehard Trump supporters that, you know, you know, justify everything he does, but they're kind of like, I feel like I like a lot more of the people who are understanding that like, yeah, he sounds like a fucking idiot half the time, but also they have the, they have their valid points on why they voted for him. Even though if I don't agree with it, I can at least respect it. Well, some of them, the reason that they voted for him was to shake the system and drain the swamp. And it's like, no, the, the fact that you couldn't see that he was lying to you, fine. Some people get duped. I get it. But just admit that you were wrong and let's move on. But people can't do that. People don't want to do that. You're, you're seeing that across the country right now where the cops don't want to admit that they're wrong. Right. So it's and people are still going to vote for him in the second term. And it's like that's my aunt. My aunt is going to do that. She's a, hu- a staunch Trump supporter. Like she was saying when, when there was a child that died at there was many children that died, but there was one child that died at the at the border. And one of her defenses was like, well, the parents shouldn't have brought her there. And it's just like you don't understand how difficult this situation is because there are drug lords and awful cartel people in Mexico. They're trying to get away from that to get a better life here. And if risking getting caught is the worst, I mean, it's fucking just, it's such a nuanced thing. And it drives me insane that some people don't have compassion. Exactly. And then they're like, well, they should have done it legally. Do you know how long the process is? You know how fucking like, I'm how many times have you done something illegal? How many times? Like, I love the people that are just like, well, you should follow the law. You should be, it should be legal. And it's like, fuck it. Do you wear your seatbelt every fucking time you're in the car? Shut the fuck up. Exactly. Like, why? I don't understand how one thing is fine because you're white and you're doing it. And another thing is evil because it's a Mexican trying to get away from fucking drugs in their country. Like, uh, um, if, if you can't, te- if you can't tell, this is going to be my next five years of doing comedy. I'm just going to be fucking furious. Hey, as long as it's funny. I'm, I'm working on it. That's all that matters as long as it's funny. Yeah. It, like, like I know people, like best friend of mine, his family lives down in Mexico and they were going to go visit his family for his daughter's third birthday. And they were like, yeah, dude, don't come down here. Mm-hmm. It's bad down here. And it's, and you know, it's the whole American dream is that, you know, you want to get away from, you know, the American dream is to have your own business and survive in America, correct? Or something to, along the lines. I, I know it yeah. sounds like I'm babbling at this point. That's but, what they tell you. But when you don't, when you set up the system that's going to, you know, set up the system so it's against the people that want to come over here and make a better life, then what's the point? Well, it, it used to be, I mean, What's the Statue of Liberty say? Just bring your your tired, your poor, your, your famished, whatever it says. But um, but that somewhere along the line it changed. We we don't want any more immigrants, and it's uh, it's crazy because 
And it's also the same people that won't admit that their ancestors are immigrants. It's it's such a fascinating thing to me where it's like you just you don't like people that are different than you. That's all that it is. You have no understanding, no empathy, no compassion. Right. It's no, you're really hitting everything on the nail and it's you know, I hope that a lot of people listen to this and it's you're just hitting everything on the nail. That you know, everybody comes from an ancestor, and no matter no matter who or what you are, you come from an ancestor that comes from a different country that isn't America. Yeah, well, it's just it's selfishness to uh, to the nth degree. It's I only care about me, and I was bringing this up with um, my girlfriend uh, last night, but talking about how. Um, it kind of goes back with the community thing, like destroying the community and stuff like that. But, uh, there, it's so interesting to me that like, I feel like the world lumps people together based on color and locate. I mean, you can, you can look at the globe and say, you know, so North America, South America, um, the only ones that are Americans are from the United States of America, even though Argentina is technically America. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, but, uh, you got North America and then you got, you got white Canada, white, uh, United States, even though this is called the melting pot and then you have Mexico and then everyone just lumps everything else in with that, you know? And then Asia, did you know that Russians are Asian? Yes. Yeah. Part of Russia is in Asia. Yeah. You, you would never call a Russian person Asian. Why? Because they don't look like the Chinese, Japanese, Taiwanese, all that. Right. Like my girlfriend is from Bangladesh, but India, Asia. Exactly. So there you go. But people, I mean, in Egypt is in uh, Africa, but would you call Egypt Egyptians Africans? No, because they're not, they don't look black. That's the whole idea. So it's like you, you separate the entire planet based on color. It's not based on, nationality or who the person is as an individual it's it's just it's based on color and it's it's so interesting to see it in this country especially with what's going on right now because well my ancestors were white so i should be here and yours you you know no you should be at the border it's fucking it's sickening and i have to deal with it every christmas easter and thanksgiving and i fucking hate it right and it's also not like it's also that you know I don't know if you experience this, but there's times where I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't feel like arguing. And then they keep on bringing it up more. Oh yeah, for sure. The moment I walk in the door, they're like, wow, I don't know if you, uh, I don't know what you feel about this one. And it's just like, I I, I guarantee what I'm going to feel about is the complete opposite of what you're going to feel about it. Like, I don't understand how we can agree on movies that are good. Like it makes me start to question. Do I mean, am I racist for liking this movie? You know what I mean? Like I was watching a special, there was this guy and he had long fingernails and he was defending the Confederate flag and like Confederate statues. And I was like, I got to cut my nails. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to look like this guy. This is crazy. I do have a point with that and the whole Confederates. Like, why are we, you know, I understand that, you know, it's part of, part of the Southern history, but the Confederacy was losers. Why are we yeah. celebrating losers? Well, because they don't want to admit that they're losers. They don't think that they're losers. That's the thing is uh, I read a thing where uh, they say that the Confederate flag represents um, 
Oh, God, what was it? I took a screenshot of it. It wasn't represents the history. It wasn't represents that they lost. It was like the, the, the perseverance of freedom or some shit like that. And I was just like, oh, my God. But, I mean, that's the thing right now where uh, was the governor of Virginia is going to try and take down the, the Confederate statue of Which, Robert E. Lee. Which they should. Yeah, I'm with that. They're losers. Well, it's not even, it's not even just, what were you saying? What were you, what were you saying? It has nothing to do with, you know, I understand you have the right to, you know, freedom of speech and you have the right to believe in what you want to believe in, but at the end of the day, you're a loser. Yeah. You, you law. And really, I mean, it's, it, it should be illegal. It should be illegal to be, you know, glorifying something that is, it's idolatry of a loser is what it is. You're right. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. And it's also like you go to, you know, Germany, you're not allowed to have anything that had to do with Nazi Germany or anything that had to do with Hitler. You, but you yep. tear it apart and you go to jail. I wrote that down because I want to do a bit about the Confederacy and the, um, and the statues. Cause that's, that, that's something that was talked about years ago and now it's coming back and, I mean, I, I say take it down because to me, it's it's almost like it really is like, you know, uh, swastika shit. The Confederate flag is like a swastika, uh, also losers. But the idea, it's the same as if like when Jews were coming here after the Holocaust, if we had a swastika flag uh, draped around the fucking Statue of Liberty. And it's like, welcome, welcome home. You're, you're welcome for coming here. And it's like, I don't feel welcome at all. You're putting the thing that symbolizes hate right in front of me. And that's exactly how black people feel. And it's like, if you can't put yourself in those kind of shoes, like that is so hateful and it's in the country they were born in. They it's, it's just, you wouldn't feel welcome. Right. That's it's like, it's like you put dog shit on the welcome mat and you're like, just wipe off your shoes. You're like, what? That's, it's going to make it worse. That's how I also felt. You know, it was kind of like, you know, you're. Okay. You're about to hear and see some people, some dogs need to be let outside. Oh, but. Fine. Uh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. But, you know, now I remember. Now that you have, you know. You know, Thurgood, Thurgood Marshall and like Expressway, you have the, you know, statues of Robert E. Lee and, you know, all the Confederate soldiers and the Confederate commanders. And it's like, you're just, I've, you know, personally how I feel, not, you know, people might take it different, but I feel like you're just trying to remind people what, how, how things were at one point. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's the nice, I get that they're saying it's a reminder and a memory, but it's it's a painful reminder and a memory to people that, you know, are from here, that live here, that were born here. It's crazy. And, you know, there, there, there are some black people who have the last name of a slave owner. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, all it is is just oppression and kind of, you know, it's not like, oh, we're going to try to forget about it. And it's like, no, we're going to keep on, you know, pushing in your face that. Yeah, it's not. That's the thing, too, is like they say it's a reminder, a reminder of what a reminder that you were wrong. No, it can't be that. It's a reminder of history that you love and adore. So it, it's 
it's fucking unfathomable to me how people just cannot understand how that could be offensive. That's the thing to me too, is like, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent liberal. I, I feel like I'm, I'm rather middle ish, but I lean left. But at the same time, it's like people get offended by jokes and you're like, you can't be doing that when you're also not talking about all these other things that are actually wrong in the world. Like the joke, if it's from, you know, someone with hate in their heart, then sure. Fuck that guy. But you're attacking like a Daniel Tosh. You're attacking, you know, someone else for a, a, a joke. Like it's when they attack Kevin Hart for him being homophobic when that whole bit that he did because it was actually in a special was hilarious. Yeah. It's a funny bit, but it's at the expense of, you know, uh, uh, people who, you know, feel marginalized. But it's it's another thing, too, if the group itself is coming at you, if, if, if the people that the joke is, you know, slighting, if they come at you and they have a problem with it, then sure. But at the same time, it's like if you got, you know, a bunch of Tiffany's and Becky's that are like, this is offensive to black people. And you're like. You're, are they coming at? No, shut the fuck up then. It's just, I don't understand the left leaning, you know, liberal that's just offended by every fucking thing and they're not doing anything. Like it's this, it, I guarantee it's the exact same people who, not the exact same people, but they're also the people who would be, have a problem with like breaking shops, but not have a problem with George, George Floyd's murder. Correct. You know, it's like you want to have, it's one or the other. And it's like, no, it can be both. So I don't know. Right. With the whole, you know, like back to the whole like George Floyd thing. And, you know, I, it's going to sound fucked up. I get why there's riots. I get it. Oh, I do too. For sure. And it's also, it's also not, it's destroying someone else's communities. I think I said this earlier in the, in the episode, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, I think it's this hundred percent correct thing of just not feeling welcome. Like they're, they're trashing, I mean, I trash the country if I didn't feel welcome. You know, I can't be mad. And then you have businesses too. This is so. This is a great example of this, where the Tiffany's and Becky's of the world are like, I can't believe they're smashing the windows. But then the businesses will come out and be like, Yeah, we're insured. It's fine. So Black Lives Matter. And you're like, If if you have the place itself that doesn't care, why are you bitching so much about this one thing, and not the other thing? So completely true. That's that was was it. One of my friends tried to bring up the fact he goes, "I don't think that they should rebuild the community." Like there, he was talking about like in Minneapolis. I was like, "Why?" Yeah, the city is where people live. There are people that are good that live there, so you should rebuild the city, but also integrate the city and stop you know giving more funds to. Like I was watching this the video yesterday that I. I've shared, but it's, it's all about systemic racism and how it exists and why it's there. And it's because of redlining and, you know, funds going to white schools and funds not going to black schools. And it's just, it's really eye opening. but it, you're still feeling the effects of slavery today. And it's, it's so, it's just something that you don't think about as a white person. And it's kind of, you, you should actively seek, knowledge about it and that's what i've been doing a lot lately so was i and the way i kind of put it is that you you're you know believe it or not there is a thing such thing as called white privilege 
Mm-hmm. There is. I didn't. People don't want to believe it, but there is. But the thing is that you can use that white privilege positively to combat sy- systemic. Yeah. Systemic. Yeah, systemic racism. Yeah. And everything else like that. And what's, you know, I'm pretty sure that you do the same thing. I do it. It's, and that's where I believe the change will come is that when, you know, white people, you're not trying to, you know, I hate, you know, even though I hate the fact that they kind of lump all of us together, but the mm-hmm. same time that you, we have to realize that even though we might have not, even though our ancestors might have not owned slaves or, you know, our ancestors fought on the North side or fought on the Union side for a civil war, there's still an issue that a lot of people who look like us are causing and we have to fix it. And the people who have to fix it or the first, first people to take the step forward to change are white people, no matter no way you look at it. Yep. And also comes with, you know, changing policies. And, you know, I believe that, you know, the whole, because I saw that Whitmer put in for police reform. Good. That's the, that's the first step. I don't yeah. know if they're going to take to fix it, but it's a step. I'm fine with it. I mean, just, you gotta, you gotta dismantle it. You got, I mean, that's, it's kind of rioting and protesting and, you know, looting. It's kind of a symbol for what needs to happen to the system at whole. It's like a metaphor where it needs to be broken, dismantled and put back together. And I think if people can look at it that way, because that's what they're doing with their communities. You know, it, if you are putting the community back together, you should look at, well, maybe this is a metaphor for the whole system and we have to break it down, piece it together, put it back together. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. Maybe we should do that with fucking everything. The okay. country's wrong. It's never been run right. Ever. Was I think Joe Rogan had a bit about it where he was like, if you bring Benjamin, Flank- Fr- Benjamin Franklin back, if you bring him to now and he looks at you and goes, you guys didn't write any new shit? Yeah. He's, he's so right. And like, I do believe that, you know, that the, don't ask me what has to be, you know, like rewritten with the constitution, but you know, everything should be revived, the reside. Yeah. I am fucking up today, but you know what I mean? Everything should be revised. Everything should be revised and everything over, you know, every hundred years, things should be revised because you, people change over a hundred years. Well, we stopped writing amendments. The thing is, yeah, what, 1970-something is the last amendment or something? It's like, we we can't add anymore. You're like, fuck it. What? There was no limit on it. Are you kidding me? That's the thing is, like, people look at the Constitution as the same way that they look at that fucking statue. They think that it's, the, it's, it's a symbol of... Um, accuracy and 100% correct. There's no wrong in it. It's blah, blah, blah. It's our history. It's our heritage. And it's like, yeah, I get it. But at the same time, things change. You're wrong. So we need to amend it. That's why we have amendments. You know, I mean, I I can't believe that there's no more. Has anyone drafted a new amendment? I mean, when... It has we nobody's heard about it. When like, was the last amendment? Let's say you have your computer in front of you. You should. 
1992. Wow. Yeah. What was that amendment for? Um, uh, so there's a ratifying thing. I didn't know what that was. Um, 29th Amendment to the Constitution of the United States. Uh, the Congress shall establish a target population for the United States for the purpose of assuring a high standard of living and quality of life for its citizens. Well, we're not doing that, huh? Wow. Oh, that is... Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. That's just so... Just so fucking hypocritical. I mean, I don't even know if that's this country. Hold on. Let me. Because there's the Bill of Rights. That's the first 10. Oh, no. That was, I don't think that was the United States. I was about to say. Because that's. That's a, that's a huge amendment that's being broken right now. Yeah, that's definitely not. What did I read? That's crazy. Um, um, it's fake news. It's fake news. It's not real. It's fake. It's not true. We don't have to treat the citizens like they're anything. Um, I don't know where I, j- I just pulled it up. I don't know where I read that. That's crazy. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Delays laws affecting congressional salary from taking effect until after the next election of representatives. Great. Cool. I think that's, I think that is the, what they say with, uh, why Trump can't get charged with anything because he's a sitting president. Ah, okay. That's great that that's a priority. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. We can't, I mean, we should be able to overthrow the president, right? I mean, enough of us hate him. It's, yeah, but there's also people who love him. Yeah, but it's, are we a majority? Are, it's a democracy, right? If it's a democracy, I feel like that's, like, why is there no, there should be an active form of like, uh, you know, fucking God damn it. I don't know. I'm just so fucking sick of his face. The thing is, is that the, you know, he does, he has an approval rating of 40%. Granted, Obama had, I think 48% on his last term, mm-hmm. but no matter what's going to happen, there's always, he's always going to have a rating of 28% because 28% of Republicans want to put, you know, it doesn't matter who's running as a Republican. They're going to vote because they, because they are a diehard Republican. Yeah. And those are the people you can't win over. So it's that other, you know, it's the other percentage. I'm not even going to try to calculate all that. But it's that other percentage that gets persuaded, and a lot of them don't want to be persuaded because a lot of them, like I said, don't want to admit that they're wrong because they voted because they thought they were voting for the best person when he really hasn't done anything. Mm. I mean, yeah, he made it so we had extra twenty bucks in our bank, in our, in our bank like on our paycheck. I mean, he's done great things with the military, from what I understand, but. Other than that, our country's more divided than anything, even though people said that Obama had, you know, the faith, fake birth certificate. It's still – our country was never divided the way how it is now. No. It's, uh, it's pretty gross. I mean, 
That should be the title of the episode. It's pretty gross. Oh, that's definitely what the title's going to be. <laughs> but it's just, you know, it. I think in order to change, you have to realize what, what fuck-ups America did, and you have to compensate for it. I'm not saying reparations, because, you know, the re- idea of reparations is good, but it's going to be a huge clusterfuck trying to figure out who gets reparations and who doesn't. Um, yeah, I mean, you'd have to check lineage and... Exactly. Not saying that, you know, reparations for, you know, people who were, you know, come from descendants of slaves, you know, they should get something. But and don't, don't we give... Acres and a mule. They never even got that. Yeah, they didn't. Um, don't we give Native Americans... Uh, I think Indian American... American Indians is what they prefer. Um, have we... Did we give them shit? Well, yeah, they get um, casinos. We just give them casinos. We they build make, them. They make money off of it. I mean, yeah, but so do regular people. We there's no way we can just give them because like they have reservations, right? But, reservations that they can build casinos on, and that you know, it's. I think that they're not taxed or something. I don't know. I'm not okay. associated with that, but I do know that we did give them you know native land, and they kind of like. How do I say it? Can well, I let's just to... let's just ask one of them. We have our guest today, uh, Elizabeth Warren. She's with us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, was... dream catchers were in the trash that day when they found out that she was a Native American. Uh, that was fun. Point nine percent. There was someone who tried telling me once he was a Trump supporter, going, "How, how can Trump be racist? I vote, I vote for him, and I'm thirty percent Mexican." That doesn't. First of all, the, the, I know that you're lying because nobody puts their percentage of how much they are. Mm-hmm. Yep. 50%. You mean half? <laughs> I mean, he said, uh, 13, he said 13%, which was kind of made, made me wonder. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't believe that. Exactly. Ugh. Yep. I don't know. It's all topsy-turvy, but... But I don't know. I I'm don't, fine. I'm fine with reparations. I don't care. It, what's it to you? I mean, that's the thing too. Is like, I would rather we fund so much to the military that it's just unfathomable to me. And right. then they also still don't get shit they should get. You know, like bulletproof vests. I mean, there's contention all the time with that. Like, well, uh, you know, we're gonna cut corners on this thing because of her, we got to get her. And we just put a bunch of money into like water, uh, like ships and stuff. And you're like, for fuck what? This isn't world war two. What are we doing? So if you look at all the stuff that's going money wise there versus what actually could benefit our country more, which is, you know, education and, uh, a correct justice system, all this stuff. I'm fine with paying taxes to that and schools, Rather than you know a new, a new helicarrier that is unnecessary, right? I w- I was recently thinking about why don't you know you know no matter how many people want to accept it or not, the government can just print money, mm-hmm. just print money however they want, and I it's, feel- yeah, it's not backed by shit exactly, and I feel like that they you know the whole I believe in the whole thing of everybody should have there should be universal health care where you know healthcare is. Like like Canada, where you get free healthcare, and also I believe that teachers should get paid under that too, because yeah, they're teaching the country, they're teaching you know all the children in the country, they're teaching all you know 
what's the word? All the generations. Mm-hmm. And teachers don't get appreciated more than what they should. You know, they get they don't get appreciated the way that they should. Yeah. But I think that you should take the money that you take, you know, you know, from taxes or whatever else like that. I would much rather my taxes being paid to pay a doctor or pay, you know, pay the teacher than to pay, you know, to fucking build something that we don't fucking need. Well, the thing, too, is like if we took a page out of Germany's playbook, um, not killing Jews, uh, if we took a page out of their playbook and made our roads as good as their Autobahn, then we wouldn't have to be paying money every fucking year to getting these roads fixed. If you put the money in now, if you literally upped our taxes this year for however, like a small minuscule amount that could feasibly pay for fixing all the roads for fucking good for forever. So you won't have to do it anymore. If we paid extra now, so we won't have to do it later. That's how you save money. That's also how you pay off a credit card quickly. If you pay more now, you won't have to pay later. It's such an interesting, easy thing to understand. It's so tangible. You can fucking think it and it can happen, but no one wants to do it. I'd rather pay small over time and then die of debt. I mean, well, that, I mean you're, you, know, you have common sense and you know, obviously you can tell on Capitol Hill and everywhere in you know with government that there's no common sense yeah there's none because common sense is not common common sense is your common sense that's the thing is everyone has their own truth everyone has their own level of common sense and how they measure it and everyone has their own facts and uh sometimes opinions are those facts you know half the facts are retarded yep you can't say that. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, I get that there's some things to be sensitive about, but other things it's like, you know, am I, when I say the word retarded, I'm not making fun of somebody who is mentally handicapped. I'm making fun yeah. of a stupid remark. I did find out that the new phrase is differently abled for mentally handicapped, and I like I'm that saying, a lot. I'm not saying that. You're not saying it? Differently abled? Differently abled, no. I'm going to say, you know, that... They're mentally handicapped, and also I'm not gonna, you know, if you make fun of somebody who is mentally handicapped or differently abled, then you're a piece of shit. Yeah. But I'm still gonna say retard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, uh, I, I say it once in a while if um, Donald Trump says something. I like to call him that. That's fun. Which is your opinion. And, you know, I'm not, you know, that's the one thing that I believe, you know, the one thing I actually wanted to have a conversation with you because I feel like that both of us can, both of us have different viewing points and we're not going to judge each other because of it, which is unfortunately not good that it doesn't happen that often in this country anymore. Mm -hmm. There's no people who can have conversation and then come out of it, you know, still respecting the person, not thinking that they're a racist bigot. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the, there are some people that just won't admit that the ideals they hold are archaic and it's, it just, it boggles my mind, but I understand it. That's the thing though. It's like, I, I hate being wrong. I feel embarrassed, but your embarrassment is you should go to therapy if you're that embarrassed over something, you know what I mean? 
So like, I don't know about um, you, but I'm wrong about 90% of the time. And I will admit when I'm wrong. <laughs> because if I'm wrong, that means I'm learning something. If I'm learning something, I'm becoming better. I agree with that. We should yeah. all be learning. Exactly. And nobody wants, you know, everybody, they thought that they learned everything. And, you know, a lot of people don't want to unlearn, which I could be consider myself a hypocrite because I'd use the word retard when I. Yeah, it's a little hypocritical, but yeah, you know, it's whatever. Hip- it's a little hypocritical, but. Knowledge is key. But there's a lot of people who, you know, they don't want that they think what they're saying is not wrong when it actually is. And there are two, they don't want to unlearn it because they don't like change because they're comfortable with it. Yeah. And it's interesting to me when it's younger people that don't want to unlearn something and you're like, you're young though. You, you're still that you're still a young dog. You can learn new tricks. It's the old dogs that can't, but they also can like it's the human mind. We don't give it enough credit. But I guess my point on the word retard is that I don't like the idea that people will focus on that and not the intention behind it or the intention behind other things that are more prescient. That's the thing. And like, I'm sorry, the the comedy I grew up with, that word, like the word that rhymes with mag. Yeah. It has an F in front of it. That word was, you know, I'm pretty sure with you, that word was thrown around a lot, depending on who you listen to. For sure. So it's just, you know, I'm, when I say it, I'm not saying it, you know, I try not to say that word and also the word retard a lot, but sometimes it just but, comes out when I'm really comfortable. But isn't that interesting that you'll say one and not the other, but it's like, it's a word that has hurt the same, like the, the, it's a word that has hurt those people who it affects the the most. Like pe- there are people that have called differently abled people retard. Right. And just because you don't do it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt them. I guess that's the thing. I didn't used to feel that way. And now I, now I kind of get it. I just don't like when other people are kind of, you know, not like, only care about the thing that affects them and not really championing, championing. Right. I don't, know. I don't know how to word it. I totally get what you're saying in that, you know, it, like with me, I feel, you know, I'm definitely going to be, you know, not using any of those words, you know, if, you know, I feel like that I should, you know, put new words in my vocabulary other than that. Mm-hmm. But like you said, that there's people who, you know, that don't think that they're wrong. And, you know, yeah. that's the people who need to fix it, to, you know, know that they're wrong and fix it in order to change the country and how they want to see it and how, you know, if they really want to see change, it starts with them. Mm-hmm. Or getting Trump out of the office. Either way. Yeah. Either way, I don't see that coming. Even though I, no. I, don't, I don't like him. I, like, I don't want people thinking I, like, I don't like that I'm a huge Trump fan or whatever. I'm not. But there's some things he says that are just hilarious. Yeah, he. it seems like he plays a lot of things for comedy. And if he was a comedian, he'd be very funny. But guess what? He's not. He's the fucking president. And he is not acting like one at all in the slightest. That's why I hate him. I, I was annoyed by him up until 2016. Um, but now I full-blown hate him. I full-blown hate him. Exactly. And I know- have... 
I have threatened his life on numerous occasions, and uh, it feels great every time I do because every time I do, people get a little a little scared. Mm-hmm. I say I would love I would love to kill him. I'm not gonna, but I would fucking love to. And then people were like, "Ooh," and I'm like, "I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna." I mean, it, 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 just, it just takes a matter of time before the Secret Service shows up. I mean, they. I'm a huge you know hip hop fan, and I remember when. You know, Eminem did that whole freestyle against him, and the Secret Service came to came to M, and you know, we're basically asking him, "Are you a threat?" Yeah, yeah. Isn't that interesting that they come to somebody to ask them if they're a threat? Like Eminem's going to be like, "You know what? I am. Cuff me." Like, why would the? It's so. It's like when you're going to a different country, and they're like, "Are you bringing any illegal uh, fire firearms or whatever with you?" And then. You go, yes, I am. Oops, meant to say no. Yeah, I mean, the Secret Service can ask me, and I'm just going to say, oh, no, I'm not a threat at all. Because I'm not. I'm not going to do shit. But, man, do I fucking want to. I have dreams about it, but I don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I I live in my dreams where I kill Trump. It's pretty great. It's been happening for the last four years, and guess what? It gets gets me excited. I I call it Trumpception. <laughs> All right. Well, we should probably end on that. I, you know, once again, Garrett, I could appreciate you so much for taking the time out of your day to do this. Oh, thanks for having me on, man. And hopefully, we'll be able to do it soon in person. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, in person, shit. I'll I'll wear a mask. It'll be great. Uh, <laughs> All right, and hopefully, I'll you know, hopefully we'll be able to do stand up soon. So. Yeah, for sure. No open mics for a while because uh, it's just got to be the least amount of people on stage. And then uh, hopefully it starts opening up more. So, right. I think it's just going to be like, um, like main event acts or whatever. Yeah. How, MC how much are they going to be able to do? Are they only going to be able to do like 50% capacity or 75? Yeah. 50%. So 100 people. But even that seems like too many. I don't know how they're going to space it out. Wait, how many people can go into Dr. Grant's? It's like 200. Fuck. I thought it was less than that. I mean, fire code says 140, I think, but yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> I mean, if it's if you see 140 in there, you're like, this is fucking nobody. But that was pre-pandemic, so who knows? Uh, well, hopefully that changes within the next... I, w- I would say probably by... November, I think that everything's going to be at full capacity. I mean, hopefully, man. I mean, they're, I mean, they're going to have to because of the whole Black Friday shopping and everything else like that. There's no way that that's going to be canceled this year. I'm sure Best Buy would love to have it canceled. They get robbed every fucking Black Friday. Like, I was talking to one of the workers. She's like, yeah, we lost like $10,000 and people just stealing shit from us. I'm like, wow, sounds like you guys should just stop doing this. This is crazy. That, that there's so many all the expensive shit was all in like cases it is but people can like break open those cases when there's a thousand people around that's true so i think they had to limit the amount of people that could go in at one time um yeah well, i don't know one last thing before i let you go i was thinking about this it's kind of a fucked up thing to think about but i think it'd be funny to think about oh no if 
if we were to loot, what would be the first place you would go to loot? Um, Meyer. I would loot Meyer because <laughs> that fucking guy's running for uh, something and he sucks shit. <laughs> I'd loot Meyer. I've been seeing his commercials and I'm like, first it was DeVos family, now it's the Meyer family. We don't want you guys here. <laughs> no. And they're, it's like, that's, that's great. You've done so much for the community, but you, <laughs> you're ruining lives. I don't know. It's so, it's so, yeah, I would loot Meyer. That's a good question. Uh, what about you? Uh, I'm trying to think. I would probably, this is going to be some basic, but probably like Best Buy or something. Mm. just try to find some shit and if i can't find anything i'll try to find a um a uniform so when the police show up and they'll be like man i was just working isn't this crazy oh my god that's fun just loot people's clothes off of them and just bring your own khakis and exactly i'd be like jake from state farm <laughs> they're like what's your name you look down uh jamal Corey, <laughs> oh, that's great all right well thank you again and hopefully we're able to do this soon for sure thanks for having me it was great bye bye